0: Hi there and welcome once again to the Magic Time Podcast. I'm Scott Squires and we are working our way through the offseason not that far away from the beginning of a brand new National Basketball League of Canada season, the 2018-2019 version. And I'm very pleased to be joined by a returning player to the Moncton Magic. It's Corey Almond. How you doing, Corey? I'm doing fine. How are you, Scott? I'm doing great. It's great to have a chance to chat with you. I've missed uh Being able to hang out and chat with you uh, at the arena during the the Moncton Magic Games. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting back into Moncton and uh, getting a chance to chat with you face-to-face.
1: Oh, you and me both. You and me both. I'm excited. Uh,
0: In the meantime, the podcast will have to do now for listeners, so they kind of have an understanding of where you are. Uh, You're still a few days away from heading back up to Canada uh, to get back into the routine for the Moncton Magic ahead of training camp and then the season. So uh, where's home for you in the off season? Where does this podcast find you, Corey?
1: Uh, Rochester, New York is uh, where
0: I resigned at. Rochester. So that's kind of up in upstate New York, northern New York.
1: Yep, near Buffalo, the Buffalo area, probably an hour and a half from the uh, Canadian border.
0: Oh, not far at all. So it makes it makes sense you end up playing your ball in Canada, being so close, right?
1: This is true. I agree, especially when they had the Niagara uh, River Lions. That was really, uh, really good, Uh, especially last year, you know, my family was able to come up and uh, see me play. So that was amazing.
0: Yeah, that is great. Always nice to have family around. So we're a little bit away from training camp. And, of course, the regular season for the Moncton Magic starts uh, November 17th. But uh, we've got to talk about the most recent events for the Moncton Magic Corey and that was a pretty amazing trip for the team over to China. You spent I think fifteen, sixteen, somewhere around those number of days over in China. Uh what was that like, Corey? Oh,
1: uh, that was it was it was long. It was tough. You know, the travel was very tough for us, man. Uh and then uh trying to adjust to the culture there as far as, you know, food and and, uh, when I, I remember our first day there, uh, not first day, our first practice there. Oh my goodness. I, I had a wake up call. I'm like, I guess I'm out of shape. I mean, I could not, it was tough. I mean, the gym was really hot and it just, uh, it was a very tough practice. Uh, we got through it. Uh, we got some things done though. Um, and then, uh, after that day I was, I was fine and, and a couple other guys was, you know, had some stomach aches every now and then. Um, but it, it was a, it was, Overall, a great experience. Um, I think we uh, benefited from a lot, um, you know, guys getting to meet each other, getting to know each other, um, hang out with each other, and and just, you know, talk talk basketball and everything else. Year over
0: year, rosters have a tendency to change quite a bit. There are exceptions Mm -hmm. to that rule, but with the Moncton Magic, a lot of new players, a lot of exciting Players coming to the Moncton Magic from some of the guys that you had a chance to meet on this China trip, uh, new members of the Moncton Magic. Were there a, a couple of guys that kind of stood out to you, whether it was on the floor during practice or even just hanging out away from the game?
1: Oh, uh, they stood out to me. All, I mean, all the guys that were there was uh, great, honestly. I mean, everybody handled themselves well professionally, you know, and that's you know that's the culture that since last year that the Moncton Magic has um, uh, definitely really you know stepped eight. Foot forward with uh, you know guys being a professional and and every guy there was was that you know that was not a uh, never an issue. Um, as far as guys standing out, Jahi Carson really stood out to me a lot. Uh, he's uh and it wasn't even he didn't even play you know the whole trip because he had got hurt, um, but it was more off the court. You know, I, you know, with the accolades this guy has, you know, coming up and I mean, Arizona state and, and all the you know awards he made there. And I mean, we all know on the court that he, he's, he's a heck of a player and that's all I heard, um, about, I watched him, you know, when I signed last year to Markton, I watched him a lot because I was watching coach, uh, Joe and how he coaches and, and the things he looks forward to, um, but I mean off the court he was such a great guy, man. He was he was uh engaged with everybody, he talked to everybody, I mean, he wasn't uh I mean, all all high praise to him. I mean, he was a, a very good teammate, um all over the all over the board. Uh supported us, you know, even though he couldn't be out there, he wanted to be out there, but anything he seen, he came up to us and, and talked to us about it or what he see and what he don't see. I mean, it was just amazing, you know, to, to really get to know him and and, uh, and learn uh, a few things from him.
0: Well, you make another good point about kind of getting to know the guys away from the court. With so many new pieces on the Moncton Magic this year, one of the things that the organization and, and Coach Joe Salerno was hoping that this China trip would do was to kind of bring this group together, get everybody kind of familiar with one another, and kind of break the ice so that when you guys come to training camp and then regular season – there's some familiarity there. It was great seeing on social media, all the stuff that you guys were doing, the team meals, uh, going to visit that school, which looked like it was an amazing experience. How did the trip do that for you in terms of kind of breaking the ice and building relationships with all these new teammates?
1: Uh, I think it did. I think it did great. I think it was a, 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 like I said, we benefited from it. I mean, more far than basketball. I mean, just, already having an understanding coming in the training camp what, what's expected or or what we need to do and, and you know you know some of the some of the terms that uh, coach uses and and some of the terminology that coach uses. I mean it's just you know we're already ahead of the game you know if, you know things that that other teams have to teach and, and we we won't have to do that as much because uh, we have so many guys in camp that already been through it you know kind of been through it you know in china and kind of understands a lot of it already so it's just like you know we should be hitting the ground running uh then you got a bunch of guys like um like doug heron jr which is also another guy that stood out but i already played with doug i already knew doug you know pretty much um but i mean just the, the winning mentality he has you understand why he's probably been the most key player to me you know the last couple years for london and, and why they've been winning uh in my eyes and i you know i'm i'm hoping and praying that he brings that exact same uh mental uh toughness he has when things are going bad and 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 how smart he is on the court and just how good he is he's a very good player man and and he's so and to me, I think he's he's underrated in our league because we don't, I don't, our league don't speak uh, about him enough because he's 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 one of the top point guards in the league for sure. Well,
0: there's definitely a lot of new exciting pieces to uh, surround you, the returning veteran on the team. Before we move on from China, last thing for you, uh, basketball aside, just in terms of the culture and and China as a whole, the people, everything else, what was the thing that you enjoyed most about China?
1: the people i mean they 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 treated us they treated us very well i mean through the whole trip Uh, the whole trip they took care of us and you know anything we needed they helped us and and they was there for us uh every hotel the hospitality was absolutely great um on all uh the the whole trip the, the people that put the trip together you know the guy that was with us the whole time kevin uh he was amazing and he helped us with everything that we needed um so, I mean, everything, all we was focused on was, you know, learning from each other and, 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 and spending some time with each other. And then when um, we got on the court, you know, it was, it was get after each other a little bit. And we already did that, you know, in China. So it's, I'm, I'm very excited about this training camp and, and what we have this year. is going to be a very, very exciting season.
0: Okay, two final China questions for you. First, were you one of the guys that hit up the McDonald's when you saw it across the street?
1: Of course. <laughs> of course. What did, what, what did you have? Uh, of course. I had uh, I don't, uh, a couple of times I changed it up. Um, I had a filet fish, fish uh, a couple of times, and I had a Big Mac meal a couple of times. I mean, just uh, sometimes I just wanted to switch it up from the, the hotel meals because they, I mean, the, as far as, you know, they they throw in uh, something different every right now and then, but for the most part, you're eating, you know, pretty much the same thing. Um so, you know, sometimes we just go out and switch it up. And Coach found this pizza pot. We was in the city for like five days. And I think he found the – I don't know. He already ate at the pizza spot, But then he tell us about the pizza spot? We didn't know nothing about it till like the <laughs> last day or so. Like the, the or two days before the last day or whatever. Uh, it was like the last two days that we found out. And, I mean, we – also, we wanted to eat. When we got to the pizza place, after that, we was like, "Oh man, we wish we'd have found this earlier, because this is all we'd have been eating, man." <laughs> uh, we had a we had a team dinner there. Uh, Coach uh, treated us out to pizza, and, and and that was amazing and very good because everybody had a smile on their face because they eating something different, and the, the pizza was actually really good. So uh, that was that was great too there.
0: <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. You travel for like uh, thirty eight or however many hours. 11-hour, 12-hour time difference, and uh, you got to have some pizza and a Big Mac meal. Not bad. The other question is, (laughs) were you one of the guys that went on one of those crazy scooter adventures? I did not.
1: I did not. Um, I I thought about it a few times, but I just, uh, it was always a group of us, you know, pretty much where we went. It was always kind of like me, Jahi, Ari, uh, Gentry. Oh, Gentry, man. that's That kid there, he's going to be special. Um, but <laughs> anyway, um, I, I just didn't. I, I always had a group of us. And we always had a group in the cab, uh, like four of us in the cab in the taxi. So we just did like that. But uh, AC and and John and all of them, and Coach, I think they all went on the scooter uh, ride. But I, I did not.
0: You're back from China, and you know you're a few days from heading back to the Moncton Magic. And I think Corey, you know, all of the fans saw what you brought to this team last year, the energy that you had your ability to change the flow of a game with one of your big shots, especially from outside the arc. But at the end of the day, you know, especially a veteran like yourself who has options, you never know. There's no guarantees. What was it about the Moncton Magic, about the organization, about your experience, what was it that made
1: you want to come back? Was this my ninth season, ninth year? What is this, nine or ten? I don't know. Nine? I think is nice. And out of that nine years of, of playing this, this game professionally, Monkton Magic has been the top, clearly the top organization that to treated me. I mean, absolutely, not just me, but the whole team, you know, I mean anything we needed as far as, you know, to, to help us perform on the court, um, was there for us. I mean, and and they're so professional. You know, and, and that's how I like to carry myself. You know, I'm I, I try to be a professional at, at everything I do as far as of basketball and even off the court, you know, carrying myself well and as a professional. And and they did the same, you know, and that's all I've been looking for, you know, my whole career. Uh just be professional about it. You know, if yeah. we're gonna say we're professional athletes and and, and we're gonna get paid and, and to play this game and you know, I gotta be on time to practice, I gotta be on every you know, the organization has to be professional as well and Mountain Magic is that and more. You know, it's I mean I love it there, man. Honestly, I love the organization. I love the, the coaching staff and the owners and, I mean, nutritionists. I mean, everything. They have everything for us to be successful on the court. You know, and it's just up to you to tap into all the resources that they have and they give us uh, to be a better not only basketball player, but person all around, you know. We, we talk a lot about eating healthier, eating better, you know, and and, and stuff like that. So it's just more than basketball. It's it, to me now, you know, second year coming in, it's it's like coming to my already a, a second home to me. Uh, you know, and I feel like it's, I'm coming back to family. You know, to to try and, and win a championship. So uh, it was a it was a no brainer. You know, I actually, you know, to be honest with you, in the offseason I didn't I didn't talk to no other team. I, I didn't I didn't have no interest in talking to no other team. You know, I knew uh, some other teams. Uh, like me or, or wanted to talk to me, but I mean I wanted to stay home.
0: Well the magic organization and the fans. Lucky to have you, Corey. And you know, you talk about that professionalism and it's one thing to talk the talk, but you certainly walk the walk. And the reason I say that is I got to see you every home game. And quite often you were the first guy out on the floor going around with Mitch, taking shots, working on your game, working on whatever. And a lot of times you were one of the last guys off the court. I follow you on social media. I see how hard you work between games. Where does that work ethic come from, Corey?
1: I don't know. I, growing up, always just been in the gym. You know, uh, like I said in DC, they have a they had a thing. Uh, we talked about this before. It's called it was called run and shoot. And I literally, I used to go there about noon, and, and I won't leave till midnight or until my dad or my mom. Uh, even my grandfather sometimes have to come in there and grab me, you know, like, all right, come on now, it's time to time to go home and, you know, you have you need to eat, you need to shower, you know, you need to get ready for tomorrow and stuff like that. So I just always been a gym rat. You know, I always been one of them guys that just what can I do to get better? I need to get better at this. Uh I'm I'm of course my toughest critic. You know, I coach knows everybody right. no, I hate missing shots, you know. So in order to do that it. To me, it only made sense. If the NBA guys, yes, they make millions and millions of dollars, but if they're able to put in all this work and be some of the best players on the planet, I mean, no, I'm not there, but why would, why would I disrespect the game and not work as hard as they do? You know, I always looked at it that way. And it's like, in order, if you want to be success, successful on the court, I mean, you got to put in the extra work. That's the only way it's going to work.
0: Well, there's no question that you led by example last year. I know that you were a fan favorite, and from a guy calling the games for play-by-play, some of my favorite moments would be when you would hit a big shot from outside, you'd get that thumb and finger up with the the phone for the long-distance call. Where did that come from? Is that something that just was last year? Do you remember when that started?
1: Yeah, it started when I um. It was a guy named Donald Sloan. Uh, that went to Texas A&M, and he played in the D-League, too. Uh, Karan Butler did it in the league, actually, uh, who really actually started it, I think. Um, but I seen a video of Donald Sloan uh, in the D-League, and he was doing it. I was like, oh, man. I remember Karan Butler doing that in the league. He's doing it in the D-League. I was like, no one's doing it in Canada. So I said, why not? You know, uh, it's what I do. It's, it's the meaning is, uh, you know, hitting shots, you know, you know like calling long distance. And, and that's, you know, that's my specialty and that's what I do. So uh, I just ran with it. You know, I started it and then the fans liked it and it just took off.
0: <laughs> yeah, it did. And listen, there was nothing more exciting when uh, fans would see you hit one of those shots. And then not only you be doing it, but you'd, you'd, they'd put that little phone sound over the loudspeaker, <laughs> and you'd see the fans in the stands doing it as well. So... That was very cool. Speaking of where the team plays, uh, have you had an opportunity yet to see, look at, talk about the new Avenir Center where you guys are going to be playing? Because I haven't been there yet myself, but by all accounts, Corey, this is an amazing facility. How excited are you to get playing in this new building?
1: Oh, I'm very excited, man. Coach, uh, Coach has talked about it a lot in China, you know, how – hours, you know, it's probably next thing to an NBA arena, you know, as close as you can, if not, you can get. And uh, That means a lot, you know, to be able to, not only play in that arena, but you're playing downtown Moncton, you know, which should bring a, a, a bigger crowd, you know, to the games. I mean, you know, I know coach and, and the organization is going to make sure the, the right product is on the floor, um, you know, and, and we're going to put on a show and, and, and try to win a lot of games in that arena and you know, make that make that arena a place where no one wants to come. You know, they don't want to come in in the Moncton. They don't want to come in the Hub City and play us. And and that's what we want. That's what I want. You know, I want guys to be teams to be scared to come in the Moncton to play us, and because of uh, of the crowd that we brings and how loud it gets in there, and and just how we play.
0: It's going to be an exciting atmosphere, no question about it. You've already talked about some of the, the guys that are going to be new Moncton Magic uh, teammates this year. Overall, though, when you look at this squad, when you look at everything, the coaching staff, the new players coming in, what really excites you the most about the Moncton Magic this season, Corey?
1: We have every tool that you need to win a championship. We have everything. I mean, we have we got probably top two point guards that you can have, and Doug and Jahi. We have shooters. Uh, we have Billy White, so we have a, a post presence. Zeke and I mean, we, we're low. I mean, I, you know, not not knowing what the final roster will be, but coming in the training camp, we're you know with the guys that we have, and we got some athletic guys. We got some guys that play defense that love to guard. We we have everything to win a championship, and, and I say it on my posters a lot you know, championship or bust, because to me, looking at this team, that's what it is. You can't – you don't put a product like this together on paper without trying to, you know, win a championship. It's just – if you don't, it's it's not on the organization. It's not on the coach. It's it's on the players. You know, to me, I, I feel like with this, as loaded as we are, you know, we should we should definitely go deep into the playoffs. I mean, and if, if that's not the goal, then they be in the wrong place.
0: You mentioned some of the new guys. You specifically just mentioned Billy White. But how nice will it be not to have to face Ronaldo Dixon and Billy White in a game and to actually have them on your team?
1: <laughs> I mean, I am, I am a kid in the candy store. I'll tell you that right now. I'm so happy with this. I mean, look, I just... <laughs> I look how easy my job can get, you know, when you got, like, a Billy and a Jai and a Doug. I mean, these guys can get going. And we all – you've seen it in the league before. And um, it's just – I mean, I look at it like, I mean, you got to pick your poison. I mean, I'm, of course, you know, like I said, we still got to put in the work. You know, we still got to – we still got to come together, all the way together as a team. We got to, you know, bring it every single night. I mean, we will have to deal with some adversity, of course, but – like I said, I, I am. I just I can't stop smiling. when looking at what we have on roster and coming to the camp just because uh I know what I bring to the table. I know what these guys bring to the table, and it's like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> are you gonna stop it? I mean, what can you do to stop it? I I don't know, you know. But I'm. I mean, we got coaches like Mike Leslie in the in the league. I mean, very smart coaches that will dissect us and and try to figure out things. But I'm I'm very interested and very excited and and and, and very ready to get started next week
0: well you talk about what this organization does from the management through the coaches down to the to the players but also making adjustments on the coaching staff just announcing a few days ago that uh, former nbl canada champion elvin mims who uh, is very well regarded around basketball circles has been added to the coaching staff what does it mean to you cory when you see the team continuing to make these kind of moves
1: I'm ecstatic about it, you know. I'm very happy about it. I actually already reached out to uh, Coach Mims already and let him know like uh you know <laughs> as soon as you get there, uh, we're in the gym, you know. Uh, just, you know, give you the heads up <laughs> because uh, uh that's that's what I'm there that's what we're there for. We're there to get better and, and try to win a championship and he's gonna be there to, to help us, you know, you know, do that. Uh, I think it's is is a very good to have a guy that can, uh, you know, take us to workouts and, and, and just help us, you know, off the court and, and you know, help us see things differently. And, uh, I like I said, Moncton Magic is probably one of the best organizations in the land. I say it all the time and I, I mean it just because of that depth, you know, right there, you know, they went out and and, and put this roster together. They went out and got, everything we needed you know we got uh an assistant coach uh another coach another pair of eyes another great basketball IQ to help us you know get over further in the, in the in the playoffs and and hopefully uh bring a championship to Moncton
0: what's the next few weeks like for you now Corey what's your preparation like what are you going to be doing oh, for the no.
1: next few weeks I leave uh, I leave out of here uh Tuesday so I will for the next few days you know just Pretty much in the mornings, I'll go uh, work out a little bit and, and lift, and make sure I'm I'm in shape. And I'll spend times with you know with the babies uh, for the most part. And then come Tuesday, I get in real late. Uh, Wednesday morning, I my training camp starts. So I'll be uh, in the YMCA and and working out and and getting ready for uh for season time.
0: What are going to be a couple of keys for the Moncton Magic to be successful this year beyond the talent?
1: Putting the work, the extra work in. I think that is the that is the biggest thing. You know, you can't uh I don't think you can ever lose focus as far as uh whether you know, whether you played twenty minutes or, or ten minutes, whether the that game didn't go as well. You you can't never stop putting in the extra work. You know, you can't practice can't be over and you run over and put your clothes on and you're out the door. First one first one ready to go. You know, go get some extra free throws in. Put some extra shots in. Oh, you, you missed, you know, you missed a couple layups uh, last game. You know, work on that. Uh, work on a couple layups, with a couple finishes. You know, do something to get better, you know. And I, I think that is the biggest thing. And I'm going to try to, um you know, that that's what I'm more focused on this year. I'm going to try my very hardest to get more and more guys, you know, e- either it's in the weight room or if it's yoga or if it's extra shots or on the gun, whatever the case may be, you know, whatever they feel like they need to do. As long as they put in that extra work to get better. And if we all do that, and each player is doing that, I think collectively as a group we'll be very, very good.
0: Well, certainly all the pieces are there for what should be a very exciting 2018-2019 season for the Moncton Magic. Listen, Corey, so great to talk to you. All the best to uh, you and your beautiful family. And can't wait to see you in Moncton uh, before too long. Thanks for doing this, my friend. And we look forward to having you call in long distance again, my man.
1: No, no problem at all. Thanks for having me. I can't stop talking. I'm so excited, man. I'm ready to get rocking.
0: We're ready to rock with you, Corey, and we're so glad to have you back, my friend. We'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Thank you, Scott.
0: Thank you. That's Corey Almond, returning veteran for the Moncton Magic. He's coming back for year two, and as you hear... He's pretty excited about the potential for the Moncton Magic in the 2018-2019 season. And certainly a big thank you to Corey for joining us from Rochester, New York today. Look forward to seeing him in Moncton in just a few days' time. That's the Magic Time podcast for now. Until next time, friends, I'm Scott Squires. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. Bye for now.